Hold on, everybody please take a seat. Good morning, boys and girls. I'm your substitute teacher, Mr. Tinman. And our first assignment today is what you want to be when you grow up. So we're going to go around the room. You over there with the Afro puffs. What do you want to be when you grow up? Um, I'm thinking about a hairstylist or like a designer. Those are some pretty good professions. And you over there in the Marlins jersey, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a baseball player. Oh, that's a pretty awesome profession as well. And you over there sitting there with the tiara. What would you like to be when you grow up? I want to be a DJ. Oh, that's a pretty crafty profession. And you, back there with the bus saw dreads, what would you like to be when you grow up? Uh, I, I want to be a motherfucking soldier. You better ask somebody. <clears throat> me, 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 me. Good evening and welcome back to another edition of the My T Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Brooklyn Buzzsaw Dallas Doma. Taylor, and I am here with my guest, the Quiet Storm, KJ, KJ, you know I like to do here, say what's up to the people, people, hi, it is January 29th, it is about 82 degrees down here in South Florida, it's a beautiful day in late January (laughs) in South Florida, it was a rough day in sports this week. We're going to have to talk about the passing of a great player. God damn it. God damn it. We're going to talk about the debut of another, like the Phoenix. One, another, as, as one dies, another um, rises from the ashes. We're going to talk legacies. We're going to talk All-Star Weekend. Basically, even with the Super Bowl right around the corner, it's going to be a basketball day. Strapping people. I hope you're ready, because you know what I say, regardless of the time. Hello, you play to win the game. Oh, back that up. Regardless of the time. Take that, take that, take that. We're going to see how that works. (laughs) Regardless of the weather. Hello, you play to win the game. There we go, that's a better order. It's always a good time to talk some sports. So, let's start talking Mighty Sports. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. This is going to be a tough show. Sorry, sorry, you've been a tough week. It's gonna be a tough show. If it's been a tough it's, week. today is already Wednesday. 
If you haven't heard, we are now 72 days. First of all, first of all, first things first. We'll see how they hit it. Oh man, I didn't even think about that one. We'll see. That's two things from them. I, I'm on to you guys. There. Gotta make sure we're recording everywhere before I continue any further. Perfect. There was a loss in the in the in the sports world. It happened in the NBA. And that loss happened to one Kobe Bean Bryant. Who happened to pass away early Sunday morning as it was reported that his helicopter crashed into the valleys of Calabas, California. It it's it's a crash that would end up claiming the life of him. I have mistakenly said his oldest daughter. I'm correcting that now. This report this has been his middle daughter, Gianna. And also seven individuals, including coaches and other young players. The Kobe was 41 years old. Kobe had, right here on the podcast, since the birth of this podcast, we have talked about Kobe's injury, Kobe's comeback, Kobe's retirement. And before we've had a chance to actually celebrate him with a Hall of Fame ceremony, we now have the unfortunate opportunity, the unfortunate, I don't even know the word I'm looking for here, the unfortunate task of talking about his death. Kobe. I don't know if you guys all know this, but I used to be in the army. From myself and from all soldiers, present, past, and future, around this entire world, we all salute you. Kobe Bryant wasn't just a basketball player by the time of his passing. He was a way of life. And that's... And that's probably what end up hitting us so hard about the loss of Kobe is that Kobe ended up being a way of life for a lot of us to succeed and keep pushing through. I'll talk more about this in a second. You've heard, if you've heard the previous podcast, you've heard a lot of what I already have to say about this I'm gonna have my guest my co-host KJ talk about where were you at when you heard this news what were you going through and what was your first initial feelings that day I was doing my normal routine well, this was the first Sunday all year where I all I had to do was just well all I was doing was just playing football in the morning with my guys Normally afterward, I come home, rush, take a shower, and then go back to Brew's room to watch other football games. But the Pro Bowl is going on, and nobody gives a damn about the Pro Bowl. So I was just going to chill at the house, sit by the pool, relax, and just catch some vibes. And that's what I was doing. I literally just sat down, relaxed, about to just, you know, get away from things for a little bit. 
And all of a sudden, someone sends a text. For one, they misspelled his name. They misspelled, they misspelled his name. So I was like, okay. I just looked at it like, you know, whatever. No big deal. I'm paying attention. Ain't nothing. And then I kept getting more. I had another one of my homies talking about, bro, Kobe. And I said, I just looked at it. I said, huh? What? Get out of here. I got a couple more. And I'm like, no, no way. I, then I had to search it up for myself. And then I see it there. And I'm just stuck. I'm, you, you're like out of nowhere. This came out of nowhere. And way left field. Wasn't expected at all. Like This dude was... This dude was my favorite player. This dude was the reason I picked up a basketball. Like, I had the opportunity to meet him two different times. With the second time, him actually giving me a word for a little bit. And, like, it was too personal to really tell what he really told me. But it was something that stuck with me. And the more I was, like, just talking about it with people for a little bit and just seeing social media you know post post after post after post like it was getting to me so I had to put the phone down and then I just went to the court you know because if there's one thing you know doing stuff like that going to the court going to the field take your mind off it will like you know eliminate it and whatnot so I was shooting for about five minutes and then I thought about what he told me he actually said to me the second time I met him and it was the year he was retiring when he came down here to Miami to play the Heat he didn't play that game but I got there early enough to watch him warm up and he told me something and it just stuck with me and when we was when I was on that court Sunday shooting it just shot a free throw because that's typically how I warm up and it went in, I just, what he said just hit me, and I was just like, I lost it. I literally just stood at that free throw line, just started crying. I'm like, and I felt weird, because I was just like, I mean, I only met this dude twice, and you know, some people haven't met him at all, but then when I started seeing, as time went on, like, people were basically feeling the same way I was feeling, as if like, you know, they really lost, like a family member or somebody close to him, so I didn't feel weird anymore. But that was just like crazy because you go through life, you think about there's certain people in this world that you just think that they're going to live forever. They're going to be able to tell their story. They're going to be here till like 70, 80, and they're just going to pass away due to, you know, just old age, stuff like that. And Kobe was one of those. So the fact that you hear something like that is crazy it it, it it really is like I just rem- I remember being younger Sunday afternoons being in being in the house watching the Laker game and at the time where I was staying my where the crib was set up we had the living room in the garage with the with the basketball hoop right outside so I, ha- I would have the game on, watch Kobe do something, 
something crazy, something wild, whether it be some type of crazy footwork or just a clutch three, clutch bucket, and immediately something like that. And then as soon as it would go to commercial, I'm outside with the door open, the TV still on, just out there doing the exact move on the court. And all of it just coming down in my head and just shooting and whatnot. Until the game would come back on and I come inside. And I think the thing that's even more crazy is you think of other people who lost their lives at a relatively young age. The famous people like the Michael Jacksons, the Princes, the Elvises, and the Whitney Houston's and things like that. When you look at all of those, even though you're shook, you're not too shocked because you knew all of those had some type of drug influences behind them. Kobe didn't have none of that. Or at some point in time in their life, there was a heavy drug influence. At, at some point in their life. Whether, whether it was prevalent at that time when they, at their passing, it may have played a role to their early demise. Exactly. But with Kobe, there was none of that. This dude was literally, and when I realized that it was a helicopter, because I remember when he was on Alex Rodriguez's podcast and he was describing... Oh. Hmm? Sorry, you said Alex Rodriguez. Yeah. Call him a fraud here. Anyway, when he was on Alex's Ro Alex Rodriguez's podcast, I don't remember when exactly. Yeah. He was given, Alex had asked him why he was flying in a helicopter all the time. And Kobe broke it down. He was just like driving sometimes would have him stuck in traffic and would take up family time from doing things for his family. And he didn't want that. He wanted... Obviously, he would have times where he's like on the road and stuff like that. So, but if you can cut down commute from four hours to 30, 45 minutes, that's a hell of a of a life of a change. And also, he's been he's been commuting that way. I don't mean to cut you. He's been commuting that way mm -hmm. since his since before the trial days, or you know what I mean, or since the trial days. Like it's been so long. It's been a good decade now. Yeah, because this has been during, his during, during the trial days, he's flying to Colorado to handle that shit, and, and coming right flying back. right back to LA for for a playoff game, for a playoff game, and it is. It's, I can't remember. Did he win a championship that year? No, I think that was the year that they got snuffed by Detroit. They were in the mix of. Getting killed by the Spurs on their home floor. And you mean a couple? Okay. That was that year. So. Detroit, yeah. When I got the news about Kobe, I was chilling right at the crib, right here. Got a little message. And my first response was like, no, 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 no. So I started looking it up and I see 45 seconds ago, TMZ reported. I'm like, shit, okay. TMZ. It could be fake. It could be anything. It's 50-50 exactly. shot. It could be anything. Plane or crash. Maybe, or maybe it could be plane crash, but he's not dead. Just Especially like, since, no like, critical condition. plane crash claims Kobe and four of the passengers. I'm like, four? Specifically? I'm don't like, tell me the whole family was yeah, on Yeah, that's my exactly. first thought. Yeah, don't tell me the whole family was that's on That's my very first thought. Is, is that, that's, I remember seeing that shit, too. I'm like, I really hope this isn't the whole family or... Them and the kids, or him, him and the wife, and three of the kids. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. don't make it be exactly, the Bryant family. And then, as I even thinking about that, I'm like, shit. Well, we do at least know that there's always one he's traveling with. So I'm like, fuck. This could be at least two. 
somewhere between two to two to six, basically two to six. Yeah, two to six people mm-hmm. passing, you know, out of his family. This is when I heard it was five. I'm like, okay, fuck, fuck, following it, following it, following it, following it, following it, following it. I'm on ESPN. I'm on NBA TV. I, I'm, I'm looking at every international. Like, you understand, I'm, I'm everywhere. Nothing, nothing, nothing. But I'm seeing, like, like the tea leaves, they're showing activity. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay. I just jabbed my mic. There may be something to this. And so I'm like, okay, me being in a position that I have to be at, I put notification out, out into the world. Hey, hope this isn't true, but if reports of what I'm hearing, like, yo, some tragic shit may have just happened to Kobe, R.I.P. Still hadn't gotten, still hadn't gotten a confirmation myself yet, but, you know, being in a position that way, I mean, already, every, at, at that point in time, I kind of realized what, e, what was going on with ESPN, NBA TV, and the rest of the outlets. They couldn't put anything out there like that by mistake. Even if they thought there was 1% chance that it was fake, they, they did not want to put that out. They didn't want to be first. They wanted to be right. Right. I'm in a position where I want to be one of the first. Sorry. And I apologize later on. That's just when I said That's just why I had to start off. Well, I hope I'm wrong. But if this is true, blah, 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 blah. It's like, say, I ain't trying to be rude, but your face look like shit. <laughs> I, mean, I don't mean to cut you, but... Wifey just posted. Wifey just posted on Instagram. Mm. Are you gonna tell us what she posted? Oh. She, what? Oh, was it a statement, or are you talking like she posted an image that got no, you in your feelings? No, no. Oh, like oh, she okay. Post, she posted. Okay. Like you know, you post your picture and. So, I'm going to continue as you go through your grant, right? I, I, I finally realized this was 100% true, not after TMZ, but once, once Yahoo Sports. And Yahoo Sports confirmed it before ESPN and the rest of them. About maybe like 5-10 minutes before they did. And I was like, oh yeah, this is facts. This is facts, this is facts, this is facts. And I started balling, B. I'm not going to lie, I balled. And I'm over here thinking to myself, and I'll say it again here. Why was I affected by Kobe's death? There's been a and so a couple weeks ago, David Stern passed, right? Remember? Mm. And I told you that I was feeling that one because I, and, and I and I and I and I was even wondering then. Hey, like I felt this a little bit. I couldn't even figure out why I felt that one a little bit. And I was just thinking, and I and I chalked that one up to my fan of basketball. You know what I mean? That. Mm-hmm. I am such a basketball fan and such engraved in basketball that the passing of their former commissioner affects me. If David Stern passes, like is like my dad passing. Not David Stern, but Roger Goodell passes like my dad passing. I don't give two shits. <laughs> you know what I mean? You ain't going to see a blink from me. You ain't, ain't going to be a post. Ain't no memory of, like, none of it. Mm-hmm. David Stern is like my mom passing. I was like, oh, I, you know? I mean, well, nah, that's bad. should have said that. I, I felt that. I felt that. I felt it. You know, at least like an uncle. At least like my uncle passed. <laughs> but when Kobe passed, I was like, I'm standing in my room. And I'm like, I have not felt a celebrity's death this bad. It actually drew me to tears. That had me feeling sad in some type of way. Like, yo, think about the kids. Think about his family. Think about everybody that he knew, everybody that he touched. Like I told you, like, like the, only, the, only, the only other person I, I, I can say as a celebrity... 
I probably would have felt a little bit more if I had more time and energy. That would have been Rock, um, Rocky, Rocky Johnson's dad. Just because of how many people that I, I realize I know personally that he knows. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? In yeah. the wrestling business. I don't know how many people I know that know Kobe personally. Two, did I know that I met him personally? You're the second one. <laughs> that he's actually exchanged words with and everything else like that. The other person, the other person that I know him knows him from actually being on the basketball court with him. You know what I mean? So, and this is in high school. I knew, and he was an opponent. <laughs> that was winning at halftime until Kobe came and played in the half and then got their ass whooped. <laughs> so, I'm wondering why is Kobe affecting me? And, I'm, and then I'm trying to remember, I'm like, yo, this really hasn't happened to me since Biggie. Since the passing of Biggie, I have not felt a celebrity's death. Since Biggie passed. Well, I was actually sad. I actually said a tear. Well, I'm actually, three days later, I'm still like, you know, was, you know what? Like, after the crash, they're going to find out that he survived and he dug himself and, and he was digging himself underneath underneath all that stuff and he's going to pop up three days later somewhere else. Well, it's that third day I don't see him. Yeah, he ain't Jesus. Mm -mm. I'm still in my bag. It's not helping when I'm seeing Shaq, who's... Mr. F Mr. Funny and, and Shaq's a wreck. all of this. Shaq was a wreck. Well, and Shaq's been a wreck too. So, Shaq so, so, so I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna go check on Shaq. Like, I'm gonna hit up Shaq by like DM, like, yo, Shaq, you don't know me for shit, but I wore your shirt during my eighth grade pictures, and I just want to see if you're okay. I'm an army vet. I know how these times can be. I'm gonna check on Shaq. Shaq was a wreck. I mean, the post that I was reading, the one that killed me the most is he put he put a post. I think yesterday, just of it's a video clip of him and Kobe's. They like their highlights together, with the DJ Khaled, John Legend, and Nipsey song in the background. Higher, and I was like, oh, come on, come on. That shit just hit different. And then you you watching Shaq, you or all of them on Inside the NBA. I, made sure that I don't know what I was doing I don't care what I was doing but at 7pm at that time I made sure that I was in front of the TV or mm -hmm. in front of my tablet watching the pregame show just to watch all of them just talk about talk about Shaq was barely able to speak nah, that's, no, how, he that's how much he was in that's how Shaq much in said something very sorry no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. he said something very profound and, and, this is, and this is also probably one of the reasons why is that when it comes to these legends and these basketball legends, right? Basketball players usually live to be old. Mm -hmm. Football players, wrestlers, hockey players. Those guys die young. Collisions, a lot of stuff. Like, we get them. Like Those guys consistently die in their 40s and 50s. It's, but Kobe says, I mean, not Kobe. Shaq says, like, when you're the legends of the games, you're used to being able to touch them, being able to talk to them. Like, Shaq's legends of the games... When he came up, and even to this day, he's still able to talk to them. He's still able to go to them for advice. The like the Michael Jordans, the 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 Dr. J, like I like like they're still around to the point where Dr. J group is one of my favorite players. I got a chance to see Dr. J as a coach for a Big Three team. Like that's how full circle has gotten. I think the thing that really starts to sting when you think about Kobe are two things. One. You can see just from the outside looking in that he was starting to become 
just as dominant, if not more dominant, in his post-playing career than he was while he was on the court. That's one. And the other thing, you, you we all know good and damn well he was going to be first ballot Hall of Fame of this course. year. That speech would have been something that all of us would have wanted to hear. And we're not going to get that opportunity. He's not going to give that get that opportunity to give it to us. We're going to have to listen to his wife, who I'm not even sure around that time if she's going to be even recovered, because that'll only be September. We're going to have to listen to his wife come up on that stage and talk, which I'm not sure she would even want to do that, in which... If this wasn't her, one of the most must-see Hall of Fame ceremonies of all time... Now it's a must. Now it is 100% must-see. For all the wrong reasons. Exactly. It was already must-see due to the people. It was Kobe, Duncan, KG. They were all going to get in. Kobe, at the time of his passing, had just been passed up and, and was number four on the all-time scoring list. And LeBron was giving them all the accolades, all the love and everything Kobe after the game. Kobe scored the second most points ever in an in in NBA game. Kobe got, I'm sorry, but I appreciate you being here. Can you help me tell the people how many times Kobe Bryant brought a championship to L.A.? Five times, five times, five times, five times, five times. Two times final MVP, multiple times scoring titles. They said they couldn't couldn't win it without Shaq. Said he was riding Shaq's coattails, which is nonsense to me because when Shaq was in Orlando, he couldn't get it done with Penny. Even the years Jordan was gone, couldn't get it done. So he needed Kobe himself, but that's all another topic for another day. <clears throat> Gets it done. And then it's like, okay, I want to leave. You guys not showing me that love. Shaq leaves. Kobe dominates. We get to see 81. We get to see all of this. We get to see the maturation of Kobe Bryant. We get to see Pau Gasol come up in there and all of them in the resurrection of that team. And Kobe lead them to getting their asses kicked against Boston, only to come back the next two years, beat the Magic and the Celtics back-to-back years to get two more rings. Like, it's, it's not right. 60 in this final game. Limping with a torn Achilles, ruptured Achilles. After literally doing everything he can to drag the Lakers to the brink of the postseason. Crying while he's shooting them two free throws. It's not right. It's not right. And then you see what he's doing since he's been out of the league, just having an impact on multiple players. Oh, when he injured his right hand, shot free throws with his left. Mm. Mm. Told Jordan to his face, yeah, I wish we both would have been, and I probably would have bust your ass. I'm not gonna lie, Kobe's passing. I don't. I, it may make me change my prediction for NBA championship. Listen, I said this the day I found out. I've never been a Laker fan, nor will I really start being one. Never been a LeBron fan. And we, we, we both have this most similar issues with him. Everybody eats at his table. 
We don't like how, as we have referred to him on this podcast, the generous King LeBron. We, we do not like. We do not like how Jordan is referenced as the goat, and it and it's like Kobe's career has been bypassed for this dude who hasn't done half of what Jordan has done, or clo- or, 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 or 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 has only has or has only done sixty percent of what Kobe has technically done. You know what I'm saying? So. That, that just rubs and, me, and consistently that just rubs me needs so. This is not the time for that. Exactly. That just that all of that just rubs me the wrong way. But with all of that said, I remember even posting on my story. I took one of his pictures and posted on my story. I said, "It's on you, King. You gotta bring it home. You got you got you got you gotta bring it home for for this is what I said. I said you gotta bring it home for my favorite player." You got to bring it home for Kobe. You got to bring it home for L.A. You got to. And I'm at the point now where if it happens, I have no problem with it. And who knows, come playoff time, I really might be rooting for it. Because it's not like these fucking bums in New York are going to be anywhere near playoff contention. But that's not why we're watching New York this year. So, So it's like, you know, just why not? You just see the impact that Kobe was having through, for through a whole so many people, so many players, not even just NBA players, NFL players. We got we got dudes in the Super Bowl on media day out here. They got a game to prepare for, and they're they're literally giving detailed descriptions of what Kobe meant to them. Richard Sherman, when he ruptured his Achilles, was out here giving his story. Tyler, Neymar, Ty, soccer across Tyron the Matthew, world. The name Neymar is out here holding the twenty-four. Roger Federer, on, you know, Nadal. The the, the 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 controversial tennis player I forget it's, it's Nick I, I don't know how to pronounce his last name he came out with the Kobe number eight Mahomes talked about him. Kelsey all of these guys I went to a store today it was at the mall because I was getting a, sh- a shirt made and I asked them for the, they had the Kobe sevens not there they, they, had, they, had, they had some Kobe I think they had the Kobe I think they had the Kobe eights maybe and I was like nah I'm okay I'm looking very specifically for the sevens. Mm-hmm. Sold out. Oh, these sneakers are three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. One you sneakers, by the way. <laughs> um, so yeah, I may definitely change my my NBA prediction. I already had said that the, the NBA championship was coming out of LA this year. It's just that I believe that the extra motivation and that extra kick, that extra focus that LeBron was gonna need to bring a chip to LA this year. You got it now. You got it now. You got it. Like, bro, you got to do it. You got to do it. And then after you made that tweet, oh, it's on me now? Oh, yeah. Damn, like, if I've never held LeBron James more accountable in any year of his And this I'm year, not, I wasn't even going to do that. I'm not even. I'm still I'm still not going to do that, Tim. I'll be holding him accountable this year for a championship. He has to win one this year. I'm not going to do if that. If he doesn't, he's, he would have failed again. I'm not gonna do that to him. But he would have failed. But it's like uh, I don't even care. Like, but it's not it's a time like, to talk and bat. I don't want to really bash exactly. anybody. It's not, it's not. It's not about him. This right week, now. and 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 yeah, and I don't want to change the narrative and make it about him. But what I do want to do, I mean, but I do want to take a break. Last couple things. Just let me get this out real quick. You can't tease it. Nah, no, can't. I'll make it. I'll make it quick. I'll make it like a minute. But like, when it comes to Kobe, like you know, you see him in his post life. The dude looked forward to. You you saw the man just happy being a dad. 
happy being there for his kids, for his babies, for Gigi, for Natalia, for Bianca, for even the baby Capri. You know, you see him when he comes. Hmm. See him when he comes through to these. Devin Booker just caught an oop to go ah. Two times. Who cares about Devin Booker right now? We're talking about Kobe. But. So see, disrespectful. Yeah, you know, I don't care about none of them right now. I really don't. Especially how I value Kobe in terms of how when I was playing ball. Like, none of these guys right now, especially Phoenix. Where the fuck is Phoenix going? You know, who cares? But. I mean, just. I understand. You're in your feelings. I yeah, get it. Yeah, man. Like, I get it. You're in your feelings. And then on top of that, you we lost Gigi as well. We lost the remix. We was going to be able to live through what Kobe was doing on the court through her. And that sucks. And we're going to go to a commercial. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you mourn. First day of school is night. I'm Donato Wright. I'm Tito. We'll say good night. Clear. Since 1964, Connecticut School of Broadcasting has helped place thousands of people just like you in radio, television, and new media careers. You'll learn it all in a hands-on environment in a matter of months, not years. To take a tour of a campus in your area or to find out if a career in broadcasting is right for you, call 1-800-TV-RADIO or log on to GoCSB.com. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only talent, Thomas Taylor. If you are still listening. Yeah. Oh, shit. Excuse me. That was me trying to sip on a course in between breaks. If you are still listening, one, I always appreciate it. That means if you're listening right now, you're listening live. The number one way to listen live is directly on the website at mytsports.net. That's M. Is in Mike, Y is in Yankee, T is in Tango, sports.net. Scroll about a quarter way down to the end of in the page, and there goes your little live player. Click on it. Bam! Live show every Wednesday, 8.07-ish. But if you're not listening live, I still love the fact that you came to find me at your favorite place to listen to podcast at. Whether that's TuneIn Radio, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, you name it, I was there. So I appreciate you. All of your glory. Look out for your boy. And look and, and follow the Twitter page, or the Instagram page, I should say, even more than anything else, because we will be getting... On the set of First Take tomorrow. As you guys know, I now reside in South Florida. So, what I will be doing tomorrow is trying to get my black ass on the set of First Take to see if I can get noticed. Oh, yeah. It is one of those kind of events that I'm trying to have tomorrow. It's the reason why I got, I got shirts made. And I'm going to tell you something. I love my friends. I love my friends. I love my friends. I love my friends. I made one shirt so that I can go get, so I can go on first take tomorrow. From that one shirt, I end up getting five orders. 
not a crazy thing about it. Like, I'm only gonna, like, even if I sell these shirts for profit, I only gonna make a, like, one shirt profit off of, you know, off of the making of the shirt. So, yeah. But I got five orders for making one shirt. I didn't expect that. So the fact that my shirts, my friends are like, yo, I want one. And I, and I wasn't even showing it to them for a fact that, that I was, as, as I was selling it, I was just like showing them like, yo, look what your boy got. And that happened. Like it, it made, it made me, it made me really feel like an all-star for a second, which is also right around the corner in NBA. Welcome back. Now, all-star weekend is coming up. This is a place that the greats of the great for that season come around and they've already gotten in the votes as you know i already think that my boy got robbed but the two number one vote getters was Giannis antetokounmpo and lebron james so we're gonna have Giannis representing the east and doing his picks and lebron james over in the west doing their picks what's wrong with that i thought it should have been luka donkic but that's just me. Now, no LeBron shading today. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm actually about to. I'm actually. Listen, I told you. Th- this is this is actually gonna. This is, LeBron is gonna come up a lot today, in a lot of positive ways. In so many this ways. And so listen, he already, he already came up once in one positive way. I changed. I damn near changed my NBA prediction from Clippers to the Lakers. That was the first good thing I'm saying about him. Look at that. Greatness. Look, I mean, look, I think that, listen, you guys need to put a chalkboard up. This is going to be all kinds of LeBron love today. You guys are going to be like, wow, it took the death of Kobe for you to start talking good about LeBron? That's pretty fucked up. Like, but, that's pretty fucked up. But that's not what's happening here. So they named the two captains for the All-Star game. They've already started naming some of the, some of the um, participants in the, in the slam dunk contest. Now, one of the guys that decided to join, decided to join after taking off for a, a couple of years, mm. and also in the in this past summer, he happened to be going up against a a, a street dunker and, and was doing really well. Thought he was holding his own to a point where he was like, "Well, if I'm still dunking like this, maybe I should rejoin the slam dunk contest." And the moment he said this. I thought to myself, hmm, you know what? I think this may be how LeBron James finally gets in the slam dunk contest. No. <laughs> so, a person I'm talking about is Dwight Howard, right? And it's Dwight Howard that I heard say that. And the reason why I said that LeBron James will be in the slam dunk contest finally is because he ended up being a prop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... So now, I already told you, based off, based off Kobe's passing, I believe LeBron James is going to have the extra motivator to win a championship. Well, my thought about LeBron being a prop, I, was, I wasn't quite right. What I ended up learning later on was that Dwight Howard had actually asked Kobe to be a prop. You know what I mean? Like, you know, to be a participant in the slam dunk contest with him as a prop. Or help or whatever prop. You know what I mean by prop. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about inanimate object, but to be a prop with him. And now that I hear it, and now that Kobe has passed, and he wanted Le- and he wanted Kobe, and I thought he was probably gonna ask LeBron, he's definitely gonna end up asking LeBron now. 
LeBron is going to be in the slam dunk. LeBron put out a tweet. I'm going to have to carry on this legacy. I'm going to make sure I don't. This is part of it. Being in the slam dunk contest all, you know, all these years when you went after you've avoided it. Because you know what Kobe did? Kobe was in the slam dunk contest and he showed out and he won. You and your guarded statement. Stop. So, Dwight Howard. <laughs> it's going to be the slam dunk. I was touching my mic. I was touching my mic. I was touching my headphones. Dwight Howard's going to be in the slam dunk contest. And I really think that he's going to get LeBron James to actually become a prop in this thing. Now, also in the All-Star game, right? Zach Levine? No. In the dunk contest? Trey Young. Trey Young got an emotion. Is, is, is Jack Levine in the slam dunk contest? I didn't see that. I didn't get a chance to look up all the rest of the participants. We'll talk about that later. I was only really so looking Zach up. Levine should be in the fucking game. I was only looking up Kobe and, and LeBron James related in, um, related information here. Told you. I, I was only to show nothing but love here. Nothing but love. No pain, no gain. As I'm watching the pain and gain commercial on TNT. <laughs> now, Trey Young. Getting a nod in the All Star game, right? It it it, it was it brought out some emotion. Like he felt some type of way after that. Like he like he he was like, yo, I don't think he was expecting. I don't know if he thought if he if he if he thought he was gonna make the the final cut or not. Nah, it has nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with that. What it had to do is the Nuggets. Nah, those naysayers who were talking after Trey Young was having it. Yeah, that he was having the Oklahoma. We were saying, oh, he's not going to do this. He's not going to do that. Being doubted, all of that. He's just going to be another guy. He'll probably be out of here in a couple years out of the league. Probably be a bust. You know, Luka, the Luca trade form and all of that. Wasn't looking too good for making that trade. Now, boom. You done validated by being an all-star. That's what that is. That's what those tears were. Not about he wasn't sure he's gonna make it. Cause he's done his part. It's not his fault that, that team is fucking garbage. It's not his fault that Cam Reddish and well, DeAndre Hunter is turned out. But that's the reason why garbage. most people don't make it into the All Star game is because normally the team is also trash, and they reward the winning teams and their All Stars a little bit more. Shout out to those fan votes for helping him out. Yes, too. because that was the fan votes, and the fan votes got him in because of those spicy nuggets. And those threes. And you know what it is? These days, chicks love the long ball. Listen, that, that long stroke, like, chicks can't get enough of it. Now, as we talk about one young player, I do want to transition into talking about a couple of other younger players. I don't care what you say. Jimmy Butler should have made it as a starter. Oh. I'm not going to deny that. I have a... Secret crush on Miami this year that I refuse to let anybody know about. So, well, my my secrets out, fam. Like I'm just totally jealous watching these boys play. I'm like, this that's this year. I it's never. It's, it's, it's just it's just this year. Okay, just this year. Just this. Just year. this year. Yeah, just I have a secret crush I'm like, on the Miami Heat. Do I want them to win a championship? No. Hell no. But I do have a secret crush on them this year. <laughs> I'm enjoying I, I am taking let's, notes let's, let's not get it out of pocket I am taking notes on everything they're doing like I am 
I am watching Heat games so that I can send DMs to the Knicks and be like, yo, did you see them do this over here? And then watch the cover three. Why two banana split? Why two banana fucking split, B? <laughs> so, we're going to take a quick break. And we're going to continue our basketball talk in a week where basketball lost a legend. We love you, Cole. Let me put you on the game. Being taken advantage of isn't a game and it needs to stop. Aren't you tired of being ripped off by those other guys? Then, head to Multivest Video Games and get the value you deserve on your games and gaming products. The games cost money and you shouldn't feel like you're just giving them away. So why continuously buy a membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anyway? Multivest Games not only has fair pricing and great trading deals, Multivest has a wide variety of games in all next-gen systems in the PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and Xbox One series, as well as all your favorite old-school titles and systems, starting as early as Atari Nintendo to as current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. And yes, that does include all of the PlayStation's Nintendo systems and Xboxes in between. They've been family-owned and operated for over 10 years, just off of the intersection of 183rd and 7th Avenue in the Nurses Registry Plaza. That's directly located at 830 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami Gones, Florida 33169. That's conveniently just five minutes from Sun Life Stadium, 790 the ticket, and oh no, let's not forget Tootsie's Adult Entertainment Center. Multi-Vest Games, where you save more so you can play more. They didn't join this team to win championships or become famous. They joined because there is important work to be done and only some able to do it. They are brighter, better educated, led, and equipped than any team in history. They are doctors, lawyers, engineers, technologists, and combat troops, all prepared for whatever comes their way. You'll find them where the lights don't flash, and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country. One day, they may be asked what they did to make a difference in this world, and they can respond, I became a soldier. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. That happens to be one of the only teams that happens to be greater than the Lakers, Celtics, Yankees, Patriots, Steelers combined. And that is the United States Army. And from me, I'm on my Army Bedrins. Again, Kobe, we salute you as as we talk about basketball this day heavy because of the pa- not because of the passing of Kobe, but also with the passing of, of Kobe. Now, with the passing of Kobe, there's been a bunch of stars that you've seen do a bunch of things. This, I'm so far this week, right? You've seen, and isn't it ironic, right, that Kobe's numbers made it so easy for these two things to happen. For teams to either take a 24-second shot clock violation, right, in honor of him, mm-hmm. or to take an 8-second backcourt violation in honor of him. Like, how ironic that, you understand, 
I know this doesn't sound right. I know I know this ain't gonna sound right, and and you guys are gonna have to pardon me because eventually this is just how I am, and I'm I'm gonna keep finding the little ways to make jest of the matter, because that's how that's how I am, and that's how I'm gonna get over it. Is yo Kobe's retiring better than anybody? Kobe's what? Retiring better than anybody. Okay. Like, pfft. look how he's affected everybody in his retirement. One year after that, he get, he 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 gets it. He gets it. He gets an Emmy, and then two years after that. Pfft. Come on now, he's affected the whole entire world. He's about to have a statue. Like Kobe, Kobe has beaten everybody in retirement. I don't really know what to say to that. <laughs> ain't, ain't, that you can, ain't that you so can say to that? So I'm just going to let you finish that <laughs> out and get to the next point. So, I forgot what I was talking about right before that. But, we'll All get star. back to We'll get back there. And I, and I know we were talking about the All-Star, but something else popped into my head right right before that because that's how we started talking about Kobe. But we're talking about the All-Star. Because this was a place that Kobe also liked to dominate as well. And it's, it's something I remember. The best All-Star game out of all sports. I'm, I still remember about the mentality of the All-Star. And, and, it's, and, and once again, as I think start with Jordan is that when the All-Star game started, you could easily tell who was going after the MVP for the All-Star game. And when Kobe played, he was always going for it. So that means every year. Like some years, they, they gave it to other people. Or if other people were also going after it, and they happen to be like a young popular player or whatever... You can see Kobe feed them at times, you know what I mean? Or you can see the other team feed that person. So, so, you, so you've seen that. I'm um, go ahead. And then there's been other years where Kobe was just like, no, 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 this is gonna be me. Like mm -hmm. you gonna have to fight me for this. <laughs> like there's some years he would pay like, and you can see, and, and you have to really pay attention to see those times where, where Kobe was like, oh no, I'm gonna let you get this, right? Because he didn't he didn't happen subtly. Because also it's an All Star game, you get caught up in the hype. Mm -hmm. Now. I already had passed the All-Star game, actually. Because we already talked about Trey Young getting his nod. Mm -hmm. Now, but we, but we are still talking about Kobe, in, in a sense, right? Or, or the week of Kobe's passing. Because it, it, has been, it has been a tragic week. But also, in the same week... Ah! I remember what I was... No, no. I remember what I was saying. I was talking about all the players that had paid a... Tri uh, how they was paying a tribute to Kobe. The 28 and the 4. Or the 24 and the 8. Sorry. Then also you had a bunch of players like Trey Young, Joel Embiid, mm. wear the number eight or the twenty-four. That was cool. For either the starting of the game or the first half of the game, the first quarter of the game, however long they were permitted to do so, and not be fined or eat the fine. I don't know. Cause I figured like whatever it is, you're gonna get fined for. If the NBA is gonna find you, just eat the fine. But I doubt the NBA is finding people this time. <laughs> like, the NBA is finding people right right now. Oh, they're gonna be. But what I do wonder though is is everybody gonna get a turnover on their. If, are people gonna get actual turnover on their record? Like, nah, I'm oh, sorry. They definitely get a turnover on their record. Like, be like, I'm sorry, that's a turnover. <laughs> they definitely still a turnover. Like, I don't care if it's your first turnover for the year. That's a turnover. Niggas <laughs> is definitely still copping turnovers. So, like, those are those are the little things that that pe that players have done to pay homage. Other players that have more that that were wearing the number twenty four or the number eight, you started seeing some of those players change their numbers. Rock Nation Spencer Dimwitty was rocking, no pun intended, but actually 
big pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out big Thank pun. You. For real. R.I.P. <laughs> See, yeah, because his his didn't affect me as much as Biggie's did, and I haven't felt like this since Biggie at all. Maybe it was probably because I'm not Puerto Rican, you know. Carry on before you get us <laughs> cut off. <laughs> Who's gonna cut us off? Carry on, carry on. <laughs> all right, so I keep losing not my train of no thought. Puerto Ricans coming at my head <laughs> for some shit you said. <laughs> oh man! So like Spencer Dinwiddie, he's changing his number from eight to twenty-six. So some players are 100% changing their numbers. And obviously, you know, there's, no, there's normally supposed to be like a time frame where, you know, that NBA, you have to put into the NBA to change the number. Like, no, they're allowing this to happen immediately. They understand. Like, like the NBA is, is, not, is not pushing back on any of this. Spencer Dimwitty has gone out and even as far to say that, well, any, play, any, any fan that feels robbed and wants to get their money back, you know, or refund for my for my number eight jersey. I will give. Uh, we will refund the the next. We will allow the next two hundred. Not refund. We will allow the next two hundred. The first two hundred and sixty fans to switch their jersey for free. Hmm. Do you know what, what what fans started coming back saying? Why? This is the only form of your jersey now with Kobe's legendary number. Why would I trade this now? This is a classic. Just like, I'm not trading that shit. Like, I'd rather rock this than you're 26 now. Exactly. Fuck your 26. <laughs> your 26 is corny to me, B. I'm not copying that shit. I want the eight. So, as the whole entire NBA mourns, because the NBA cares, as they do say. The NBA cares. That is a fact. NBA cares. And if you didn't think NBA cares, all you need to do is just watch these last games from Sunday to now. They've canceled the games. Niggas, niggas is out here crying on the courts. Kyrie playing tonight. Kyrie can barely stand still without crying. Kyrie Irving didn't play. He didn't even play. The last, the first game. Can't stop, can't, can't stop crying this call. Tyson Chandler balling. Big um, Shaq. When, when have you ever really seen Shaq out here crying like this on, on national, letting himself be seen emotional like this on national TV? Literally crying all night on TNT last night. And then initially, as I did the... Initially, as I did the podcast on Monday, one of my first, one of my reactions was, "Where is Jordan at? Where was his response?" Oh, he responded. And I was, and I was a little vexed because I, because it took him some time Not to really. respond. He responded on Sunday, and he got it out on Sunday. And when, and then when I came to realize that he had responded, and when I realized probably why it was taking him so long to respond, because I'm looking at it like, you know what, him, Kobe, they had a bond LeBron. Too. Mellow, CP3, CP3, we just Kyrie. You can understand why they haven't responded yet? Because, to be honest with you, their emotions are for public consumption, and it and, and it doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. D Wade was the D Wade was the only one who really came out immediately that that day, and even him, he it was like three four minutes worth of just him crying over it. So, initially, while while I, when I was emotional, I was looking for their words, and I think I was looking for their words as words of comfort more than anything else at the time. Mm. And then come to realize that they probably need the words they of comfort. Their time. Like they, they needed. Their they time. know Kobe. Like they've touched Kobe 
went to war with Kobe. You know what I mean? In Learned Olympics. from so all those dudes that we mentioned, minus Jordan, look at their careers. The year after the year after the first Olympics in two thousand eight, oh, arguably it, all of their best seasons. Bald, all of them. All of them. All of them. All of them their best seasons. D Wade oh. best season. Melo best season. CP three best season. LeBron. Oh my. LeBron yeah. All season. of them. And you know what? I'm not gonna lie to you. I looked forward to that season. I so looked forward because. If you've watched Olympic basketball in the past and known how things have happened, you knew when those guys played Olympic ball, a lot of those guys came back sharper. They came back hungry. They came back like, yeah. yo, yo. So you knew. I don't know if that's oh, still going to be the case these days because I don't know who's going to the Olympics. But you knew it then. All of them, like I said, all of them, I can guarantee you search up their stats. Maybe their stats don't add up. But if you just look on impact they had on their team or, or the league that year, that particular year, all those players that I mentioned, their best ball out. Their best career. Their be the best year of their careers. For sure. These niggas. Mello was an MVP candidate. Only lost that. <laughs> he was like top three. It was him, D. Wade, and um, obviously Braun, who ended up winning it. And then Kobe was obviously in the conversation. But Kobe was really just coasting until playoffs. And then he turned up into another level. Because while they were going there to learn from Kobe, Kobe was there learning their tendencies. To smoke all of them. So, as Kobe passes, and we lose a legend, right? As I, as I said earlier, basketball is almost like that great phoenix, right? As... One passes, another one rises from the ashes. And rising from the ashes this week, we finally saw the debut of Zion Williamson. We actually saw the debut of Zion Williamson while doing our last podcast last Wednesday. And he stood it off real slow. And what? by the time the podcast had ended... But... He hadn't changed our thoughts about him. And then Zion Williamson mm -hmm. will put will come back in the fourth quarter. As he was doing these four minutes um um stints. He would come into the fourth quarter of the game against San Antonio. Mm -hmm. And he would score seventeen straight points himself. Sure did. And it wasn't the fact that he just scored 17 straight points. It was that fact that... I just hit my mic. It was the fact that... Those 17 points came with... Him taking guys off the dribble. Him not dunking the ball. Him not getting an easy offensive putback. Him elevated... Three inches off the ground to bank four straight three-pointers. Mm -hmm. Yes, folks. Him being injured may have been the greatest thing that have happened to him this I'm, early I'm, in his I'm career. Just wait, I'm just waiting on the Kenneth Free comment that you tend to Oh, oh, oh. I'm, I'm waiting on I no that. longer, I no longer consider him a, um, um, Kenneth Free with better Dang. PR. No longer Dang. is he that. No longer is he that. He actually has a LeBron type of game. I see that now in his game fully. But 
him being injured probably was the best thing because with him not being able to do anything, he just shot the ball and shot the ball and shot the ball and shot the ball and shot the ball. And, shot the ball. and what was Kobe's mama mentality ultimately? Repetitive, repetitive motion until you become great at it. Yeah. When Joel and when Giannis after when Giannis after Kumpo went to go went to go work with Kobe, and he tells his story about working with Kobe, and and he thought that Kobe was gonna teach him all of these tricks and all of these things. He's like, no, nope. Kobe had Kobe had me do a, we, we did a move, and then we did that move twenty five hundred times. That is Kobe Bryant for you. And then we shut the ball from somewhere else, and we did that, and and that's all, and that's all it was. Until like eventually by the end of the day, we we had we had done that one thing ten thousand times. We had done, you know, what I mean, like he is that. I thought it was gonna. It, it just ended up being the repetitive, repetitive motion for the same thing until it just became complete and utter muscle memory. And you had no doubt about the actions of it, which is why you see Giannis Antetokounmpo at least attempting threes, while Ben Simmons. Next, and then. So Zion Williamson is the and then still. Cause we gonna talk about Zion Williamson. Mm -hmm. Zion Williamson had his day de his debut week. Right. Let me see what I can pull up on the old. I don't know. None of these things sound like. <laughs> oh goddamn you YouTube, fucking up my whole vibe. <laughs> so Zion Williamson by the end of that game would end up having twenty two points. Seven rebounds, three assists. He was he would go eight for eleven from the from field from the field goal, four for four from threes, two for four from free throws. Good game. So I'm handling the ball, take um take people off the dribble. And you realize one thing, like based on the fact that he's also now dribbling the ball and taking them, nobody's gonna want to get in front of a 280 pound behemoth. And that's what's gonna make his game easy. It's kind of what happened with LeBron. Is that when when somebody's just coming out that big with full hell of steam with a game with a game null of shot blockers and enforcers. He's just gonna get easy points just just driving to the rim because nobody's gonna try to stop him. He's he's gonna get Olays. Matador defense. Basically, Roll but they will end through. up end up losing that game against 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 San Antonio in a game that he what they had to take him out because it was managing managing his load. Pause, right? And <laughs> and with that they pulled they they pulled out early. <laughs> Philip Rivers over here now. In the fourth. <laughs> and <laughs> he has no kids. So he actually pulled out successfully. <laughs> but he Philip so, Rivers, the Chargers showed him how to pull out. So he, that's why he's not coming back. Uh, uh, let me pull out of this contract. <laughs> we gonna show you how to pull out. See? <laughs> See this contract? Yoink! That's how you pull out. <laughs> but let's continue. Zaya Williamson, they ended up pulling him out of the fourth quarter because because they didn't want they, they were managing his minutes, and they didn't want him to play uh, the extended minutes. And they actually extended the minutes that he played in the fourth quarter. And when they pulled him out, he went straight to his coach like, "Yo, coach, I can win this game." And he was like, "I know, I'm sorry." Gotta follow the medical plan. So the next game he will play will be two days later. He hasn't played any back. They haven't had any back-to-back -back games. All of their games have been every other day. Thank God. Right. Which is almost the same the same um, schedule Memphis was on until they had their back the back to back today. Cause they played yesterday. Um, the next game will be against Denver, still at home in New Orleans. Mm. They would also lose that game against Denver, one thirteen to one oh six. Zion Williamson, 
um, will still look as dynamic, at least his field goal percentage. And I assume that Zion Williamson is probably going to shoot any uh, somewhere between like 60 to 75%. Because he's going to get a lot of his baskets at the rim. Still going to get a lot of them at the rim. That 4 for 4 that we saw from three-point range, that's an anomaly. We'll never see that again for a really long time. And when Unless I say he goes to Wendy's. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's so, I mean... And when I say a really long time, I'm talking about like another another time when he starts getting a four for four again. It probably won't be until like maybe like year two and a half, you know, somewhere in his sophomore year. I don't think we're gonna see another straight straight four three point. Cause I don't I don't think after that second one anybody's ever gonna give him that kind of space again. They gave him real estate. I am I am talking about quarterback Stand in practice. In the gym. <laughs> Stand in the gym by yourself, shoot that shit. We're talking about quarterbacks in practice kind of kind of space. They, they ain't touch them at all. And if you get close, problem. So in this game, he would have 15 points, six rebounds, no assist this time. He would actually he would actually get a block in there. It's exciting when he gets blocked. He sends that shit ferociously into like the second mm, row. That, he'll that he'll that he'll block, that ball went way over there. Now while his team and, and it does excite the crowd to put it into the second row, he'll learn. Like Dwight Howard had to learn, you want to keep those balls in play. You do. You want to. You, you want to learn how to how to block and keep those balls in play. I'm not criticizing him. Constructive criticism. Because I am criticizing him. <laughs> obstructive. Obstructive. Constructive. Whatever. I'm trying. I'm trying to teach him here. Try to learn him some good. Okay. <laughs> so. He would actually go seven from nine, seven for nine in that game. Wow, oh, I see found one. <laughs> I feel like I'm about to get a check. <laughs> uh, so you, he would go seven for nine. He would go zero for one from three pointers. He would go one for four for from the free throw line. You're gonna not start noticing some R.J. Barrett's kind of pattern, um, patterns coming up pretty soon. Then he would play against Boston. This will be the third game in his return. Now their third game at home. After they've had two close games. And he will play against Boston. And Boston is too small. For Zion Williamson. Barbecue chicken down there. Wait, does Boston have Enos Cantor? I think they do, right? Yep. They were too small. Barbecue chicken down there. They beat Boston 108 to 123. Zion. First career double-double, 21 points, 11 rebounds, 2 assists, this time 9 for 16 from the field, still above 50%. He's shooting a max, he's doing great still at this point in time. 8 for 11, 7 for 9, 9 for 16, great. 0 for 1 for 3 point range. And, you know, and I don't know if he, when he misses one, he just stops taking them. <laughs> but right now, 0 for 1 from 3 point. Oh, right now he just isn't out there. Or maybe he's not giving the looks. Like, now when he's out or, there, people... Or he just realizes that these guys are small. <laughs> Mouse in the house. 3 for 8 from the free throw line. Ah, shit. Shit. That was 2 for 4, 1 for 4, 3 for 8. Hacker Zion incoming. Then they would go on the road, and they would go and play in the house that LeBron built. And they would burn it down! <laughs> Another 123 points to 108. 
This time, they didn't have to do so much. 14 points, 9 rebounds, 1 assist, 7 for 13, shy above 50%. Didn't attempt a 3-pointer in that game and went 0 for 1 from the free throw line. I didn't get his free throw numbers before this, but that's what's that six for seventeen? That's a third of your. That's a third of your of your free throws. Am I seeing that right? Whoa, 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 whoa! Two, three, six. Yeah. Four, eight, sixteen, seventeen. One more that makes six for eighteen. That's a third of your of your free throws. Alright. That's the that's the RJ Barrett kind of patterns I was talking about. Where he's where he's horrible at free throws right now. Well, everything else in this game looks great. Looks smooth. Looks like a young rookie that is drafted number one projected to dominate this game. Those free throws? Gonna have to get better. Way better. In four games or in his first week, he would average 18 points, 8.2 rebounds a game. Okay. He would shoot 63% from the 63% uh, you know field goal percentage, and as we just told you, like 30%, like 33, 34, maybe, maybe based off the numbers, maybe 37. I don't know. Okay, Google, what's? Mm, what did I say 19 divided by six? No, I didn't say that. Okay, Google, what's 17 divided by six? Okay, Google, what is 17 divided by 6? The answer is approximately 2.833333. Wait, what did I say, Stella? 6 divided by 7. No, no, that was not it. 17 divided by 6. What did she say? What did she say? She said 2 point... Oh, no, sorry. What is 6 divided by 7? Okay, Google, what is 6 divided by 17? I'm tripping. I think I was right. Actually, I was right. Okay, like 35? Yeah, okay. 35. I was thinking like 30, 33, but like 35, 37. That's what I was thinking, like based off of it being, you know, 17 versus 18. So, yeah, he's got to, to pick that up. Way up. Under 40? Nah. You have no choice. Under, because pretty soon. Like, this is. This, Zion. Like, this isn't a field goal percentage. This is your free throw percentage. Anything Hacker under. Zion. Anything under 70% is uncivilized. Hacker Zion. Under 40%, B? Hacker Zion, incoming soon. Listen, if, if me, me, Brooklyn Buzzsaw, if I have noticed this already in the first week. The NBA coaches have it? Those NBA coaches are like, listen, he got about another four or five games of this shit with the free throws. If this shit still ass, we're doing Hacker Zion. Exactly. They were, in close games, they will put him on that line. Earn that shit, B. Listen. It's going to be like, big fella, you can't stay in this game not because you're not, we trying to work you back healthy. You can't stay in this game because you can't hit free throws, homie. Now, also, right, another rookie this year because now you're really going to hear the rookie of the year talk start to pick up. I have no idea why. Because Zion is here. and why? the reason And the reason why it's going to pick up, because they're, they're going to consistently ask if you can justify make, put, making Zion Williamson a candidate for rookie of the year if he continues on this path nope. of 18 to nope. 24 points per game nope. and if his team started well now granted his team went two and two no in that stretch we no. haven't seen that we haven't really seen consistent winning from them yet but this is only his fourth game no you do see him 
affecting his team's attitude. I don't care. I don't care. I don't, I, 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 I don't want to say I, they're I, winning. I, I already have over 40 games of Ja Morant having an effect on the Memphis Grizz- on the Memphis Grizzlies. So now we're talking about Ja Morant, right? Ja Morant right now is playing, is playing the New I York Knicks. I don't want to hear nothing about Zion Williamson. Ja Morant in this same week. In this same week, Ja Morant, first game. They also played Boston, right? Just like, just like New Orleans played Boston, Memphis played Boston. Unfortunately... Memphis wasn't as for, it wasn't as fortunate as Boston as as New Orleans was. They lost to Boston. One nineteen to ninety five. John Moran had two points in that game and one rebound. Five assists. One for five from the field goal. Zero for one from three point range. Didn't make it to the line. That's your that's that's your rookie of the year. He will next. They've been on a similar. I told you they've been on a similar path. So they've played on the same nights. They will. They, they will play again. They will play again next on the twenty fourth. Same. Same night. Now this night's a little bit better for him. They will play Detroit. They will beat Detroit one twenty five to one twelve. He would get sixteen points, two rebounds, and twelve assists. Mm. He would go six eleven from the field. Mm. Didn't. Didn't make a. Th- I'm a three point. He was zero for one, but four for four from the free throw line. Got his Wendy's on. 12 assists, no steals. Then they will go on to Then they will go on to take on to take on Phoenix. They will also they'll beat Phoenix 114 to 109. So at this point in the week, they're now doing better than New Orleans is by their third game in the week. He had 23 points, 5 rebounds, 8 assists, and a steal. 8 for 18 shooting. Zero for one for three point range, and seven of eleven from the foul line. Then they would take on Denver, just like New Orleans took on Denver. They are also taking on Denver, but again they would play the opposite roles. New Orleans lost to Denver. Well, Memphis will beat Denver, one hundred four to ninety six. In this game, he would have 14 points, six rebounds, seven assists, four steals, six for 11 from six for 11 from the field. Didn't attempt the field. Didn't attempt the, um, a, a three-pointer and two for four from the line. From the line, John Morant was 15 for 19. Mm. That's just from the line. But for this week, his team went three and one. They're about to go. F- they're about to go four and one after they finished beating the Knicks tonight. His points were thirteen point seven five after having that one bad two point game. That obviously killed the average because one game was sixteen, one game was twenty three, another game was fourteen. Like those three games combined. Let me see where he is right now. Those those three games combined actually come out to be a lot more respectable average if you just had to take those three games in, 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 into consideration. Because in those, in those three games, he would have scored 53 points. That's basically 18 points a game, which is what Zion Williamson is giving you right now. But he did have that two-point game against, against Boston. You can't take that away. 
And that killed his average to 13.75. Listen, that one F that you get always kills you. Listen, that one F that you get got me fired from my job. Like, <laughs> listen, but so it's there. I can't, I can't take that from the record. Mm -hmm. Two points, one rebound. Five assists, one for five shooting. But that's 13 points, three, three and a half rebounds, and eight assists. So in the categories where, where they should matter and they dominate, rebounding for Zion Williamson and assists for John Morant, they're both putting up over eight. In the last four games, in the debut week, Zion Williamson is averaging 18 points per game, but we've already kind of told you that. Listen, one bad game, you know, changed your average from 13 points to anywhere, you know, to up to 18 points. He could have had 16 points, you know, with a slightly better game. <laughs> but once again, it's there. But also, he would lead his team to, to a 3-1 victory this week. And like I said, after they beat the Knicks, where the Knicks is going to put up a nice little valiant run again. They Listen, they were down by, like, by 24 while well, your back was turned. They have now made this a game to bring, come back within 10. They, they were really killing me earlier. <clears throat> so. Gotta stop watching them boys, man. I, I, you said you have to start? Stop. Can't stop. This is a, this is, you realize too, this is also a Knicks podcast. This is where Knicks fans come to get the reality check. Well, see, here's the thing. That's a sad, that's a sad story that my my fellow Knicks fans need to come here and get their reality check. I come in here with my reality check, people. That way, I don't get in my feelings when I see these Knicks out here stinking up the joint. Oh, yeah. So we have to talk Knicks because, listen, we're, we're, we're all Knicks fans here, ultimately. At least the majority of us are. The majority of the podcasters are Knicks fans. But I would not let you disperse their good names. Oh, they, no. I will shit all over their name until they start doing something. I'm talking about my Knicks fans. Not the Knicks themselves, my Knicks fans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, they they they, they come here Don't because they need on too, because, because they be, because they need to because they need to be here for the therapy session. Just like you need. That's why like we're having a therapy session about Kobe. The Knicks fans come here for therapy session for their Knicks, and you can't take that they away should, from they them. They shouldn't need no therapy session. Hey, if we're going to move on. If they don't, they're just as hey, dumb hey, and hey. delusional as... Just like we said, there's going to be no bashing going. of any players. Oh, we will no. definitely not bash our fans oh, at no. all. They'll, they'll <laughs> okay? Get, they, okay, hey, 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 hey. Knicks fans going to get this word. <laughs> the delusional ones so, get this word. let's move on to what has been now been left behind. Because I... Damn, Knicks... <laughs> I teased this a couple of weeks ago. I think it may have been last week. Ooh, ooh, okay, Dennis Smith. Goddamn. That he's looking for his foul. Go play fucking D. Stop complaining about the goddamn foul that you didn't get. What he wants to review? What did he miss the shot or something? Did they call it off? What's going on here? What does he want reviewed? Shot clock violation. Oh. I thought he was complaining about the foul. They didn't even review it. Alright, whatever. So the Knicks lose by two, we know why. <clears throat> so things that are left behind, right? There there have been a lot of I, I told you that I was actually gonna talk good about LeBron uh, sometime last week. Right? And, and you're here to tell me that you lied. No, of course not. Okay. Have I talked bad about LeBron James all day today? Talk good about him. I've talked talk great things about him. 
I predicted him to win a championship. I said that he was going to be in the All-Star game. What? He's going to be in the All- Only a fucking idiot would know that. Has he, has he been? No, in the dunk contest of the All-Star game. Oh, I was about to say, also, like, wow, oh my god. He's going to be in a dunk. Okay, let or me read that. fucking cookie because you say he's going to be in the All-Star game? He's going to be in the dunk contest of the All-Star game. And now... He's not going to be in that. The portion that I told you about last week, which I didn't think that I was going to talk about it this soon because there wasn't going to be such heavy basketball talk. This, this, you understand? We have Super Bowl talk to get to. There was no Super Bowl talk. We talked about Super Bowl last week. Because I, I you, you have to make my next point. Only Kobe can hijack Super Bowl week. Exactly. So there's no Super Bowl. There's no football to talk today. Today, I told you, today was a heavy day of basketball because today's a heavy day in basketball. Mm-hmm. It's been a heavy week in basketball. That's that's where we're at today. That 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 pigskin. Oh, listen, bottom line, no, 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 no deal with them swine. <laughs> so we're gonna put that to the side until next week, and then we'll cook up some stew. We made our predictions last week. That's the beautiful thing about it. We actually made our predictions last week, so. We don't even have to revisit it. We actually get the opportunity to talk basketball and, and, and sit here and stew in the Kobe pot. But that's too much of my feelings. In Kobakistan. Too much of my feelings. Talking too much Kobe. So, I said last week, there were a, there was some there was some it was it was something really good that LeBron James was known for, and and because I had told you guys a couple weeks ago about the errors that I've seen in basketball, right? And, and the dominant team errors I've seen in basketball. The Boston Celtics with Larry Bird. Magic Johnson with the LA Lakers. LeBron, not blah, 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 sorry. Jordan with the Chicago Bulls. Kobe with the Lakers. Tim Duncan with the Spurs. Dwayne Wade with the Miami Heat. And also Stephen Curry with the Golden State Warriors. Dominant teams with their dominant stars. Multiple rings, you know, all over the place with their, you know, with with their teams. And errors, lasting errors. Five years of dominance, six years of dominance, you know? Things like that. Of dominance, of actually winning. And I even shared this on Twitter. And when I shared this on Twitter, I I started getting backlash. As as you would expect. Mm -hmm. Because people thought I left somebody off. And they thought I left off LeBron James. The king. And I had to tell him that while he is a king, he's a generous king. And in his era, he never played or had a team that was dominant for any stretch of time. That won championships. The one team that he was involved with was Dwayne Wade's team. <laughs> Dwayne Wade is Mr. 305. If Dwayne Wade passed today, Miami is shook like they like 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 LA is about Kobe. LeBron James passes today, Miami doesn't blink an eye. Ain't no pots and pans in Hialeah. But that's not what we're here to talk about. But I want to let these people on Twitter that came at me let them know. There's a reason why he's not there. 
He didn't have a team that he... Listen, I could. I, this is the reason why Shaq isn't there. Shaq left L.A. It wasn't L.A. It wasn't Shaq. Shaq had a team for three years. Kobe had one for five. See the difference? The, they don't equate the same. Dwayne Wade had Miami for three. LeBron James came and coattailed for two. They don't equate the same. That's why I always said, if, if LeBron just want to be great, then you get you get those people to come to Cleveland. But when I hear to bash LeBron James, I just wanted to point out a couple of facts. But you look, he bashed LeBron James. It may sound like that, but that's far that's far from what I'm trying to do here. Is it really? <laughs> is it really though? That is very far from what I'm doing here. So, throughout the years, there's always been notable players throughout history as well. Because, as I also realized that LeBron James didn't have, because I had to come to this realization that LeBron James didn't have a team that he had a, that that could be a dominant for the for the era, like even his LA team, like, eh, like you're gonna be here for four years and and, and bounce again, like yeah. But him not ever having a team is gonna have to ch is gonna change a couple of dynamics, because if, if this because. And I'm going to get here in a minute. And I'm going to tell you why it's going to end up changing a couple dynamics. Throughout history, there's always been notable players that have done things to help change how basketball is represented. And while LeBron James doesn't have a team to put in a dominant era, LeBron James has done stuff to help, how help change how basketball is represented. Or the legacy eras of, of, of basketball. We had Oscar Robinson at one point in time. Oscar Robinson back in the 70s. He helped instrument free agent the current free agency and 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 um and 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 trade system that we currently see now. Like this was him. The big O, the first person to put the triple double. So he helped players be able to get their worth and also be able to change teams and help dictate their future a little bit because teams really had all their rights for, for eons mm -hmm. then we move into the 90s right because the nba used magic and bird to help brand the nba but jordan came along and showed how to brand yourself heavy brand your shoe the shoe deals the, the apparel deals Jordan, Jordan, so Oscar Robinson helped these players move and get their money moving initially. Jordan helped show how they, how they start getting these advertising money. Like, listen, while the name of the game for a long time, even when Jordan did, and this was, and, and then this ended up being the standard for a really long time, was that, well, if you're going to be, if you're going to get, uh, you know, your signature shoe or start getting this, this brand and start getting all this attention, then you also need to start being a winner too. Well, based off of well, not everybody could win, and if you're and if, and if you have to go up against a guy like Jordan, then you then Jordan then you have a guy like Jordan constantly stopping you from winning, and you can't just have the guy at the top be having only sneaker deal out there. These other guys need to eat. You guys get fat at the table. You know what I mean? We ain't all trying to starve to death. Mm -hmm. So, Jordan ultimately helped usher in a level of branding to help these players. Kobe. Did something 
that not only affected the players, but as we already have said, affects the world. And that is, he introduced a mentality. Mm-hmm. Where, even when Kobe came in, he was like, yo, I thought guys worked hard. So I thought I really had to work hard. And then I realized these guys don't work that hard. Which is funny because Pascal Siakam came into the league and was like, yo, I thought I worked hard. And then I realized I needed to work harder. <laughs> you know? So And now he's an all-star. Starting. So Kobe ushered in a mentality of it doesn't matter how great you think you are or how great they say that you think you are. You need to get better. And you need to consistently keep getting better. And keep getting better. And work. What? And, and they say it perfectly. Kobe was the guy with the, with, with, with the world class talent. Or all world talent. That had the blue collar work, work ethic. So he had no days off. Literally had no. He was Mr. No Days Off. Until. He got off. You know. So. Kobe helped get that mentality right. And then we had LeBron James. And it took me a while to realize this, right? Because LeBron James did two things, right? And, I, and, I wasn't, and this first thing I wasn't going to mention because it came to me later. Actually, I said no LeBron bashing, right? Damn right. That's why I'm looking at you, <laughs> Funky. Not today. <clears throat> Not today. LeBron actually helped. And, and, and it's actually two things happen. Maybe three things, right? LeBron James first stopped. And I wasn't going to mention this at all. You know, I'm like, don't do it. It's, it's still some good in there. It's still, uh, a lot of, it's, it's still a lot of good in this. No. LeBron James. Cut, 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 cut. Stopped all future high school players from coming into the NBA for, t- for, for, for a decade and a half. That was his doing. Not him personally, but because those executives and the higher-ups were hating on him because of the kind of deals that he were getting straight out of high school. So within, within three years of him coming out of high school, they cut that shit short. And LeBron James has 100% lived up to the hype of a, of a high school player coming out. Mm-hmm. He has lived up to that hype. He's done it to the point where they now have to eradicate that rule again because you can't keep justifying keeping guys like LeBron and Kobe out of the league. But I also find it ironic only to be profiting off of them and then they that LeBron that this that this that this rule gets eradicated shortly after LeBron joins the league. And like I said, this is something that came to me after I had my initial point that I wanted to make here which is just all which is going to be all love <laughs> that laugh is not giving me any type of confidence but it makes me, it made me wonder like yo because cause now my conspiracy theorists is coming like within three years of him coming into the league the high school rule was abolished so now while he's out here breaking all of Kobe's rules like Kobe's things like oh the youngest play to do this the youngest play to do that the youngest play to do that LeBron James doesn't even have the opportunity for a player to come in and do that while he's playing because nobody could come in while in high school while he's still playing in his prime. 
And now when he's in the end of his career is when the rule finally gets abolished. Like, oh, that's real fucking convenient. Now they can come play. They took the wrong one. Right? <laughs> so, let's say they him. I was saying, it sounded bad. That came at the wrong time. <laughs> that came at the wrong time. But they did take the wrong one because you still got Reggie Miller out there. So they definitely took the wrong one. <clears throat> I'm not taking that back. So you you really just out here fishing to throw jabs at somebody. So you said somebody gonna get this book today. <laughs> Cause that was way out of left field. But one thing that he did do, right? Serious in all seriousness, was that he helped players deal with ownership a little bit better. Mm. And he did that with the thing that I'm criticizing him for is also the thing that I'm going to be praising him for in the, same, in, the, in the same breath. I criticize that he has no real team because he keeps going every, into a new place every four years. So he has no place to call it. He has no roots. He's just this guy that goes around and just goes to some team and, 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 and gets to all the best players in the league to come play with him to make it easy for him to win championships. You, you understand? So... That he has no real home, but what he has done is that he made players realize, who wants a six, seven-year um, contract? No. It's not about how much you get paid. And I, I alluded to this last week because I said that this is something that Darrell Rivas did too, and you, and you was wondering how Darrell Rivas and LeBron James got into that same breath. It wasn't how much you got paid. It was how often you get paid. Mm -hmm. The salary, which is why I told you, I never minded. I, I I wouldn't mind taking on Chris Paul's contract because the salary cap just keeps going up. So why would you want to be stuck in? Why would you? Why would you? Want, it's like being at your job, right? And your job says for you know what? For the next six years, no raises. Ooh. As the economy goes up and as we make more money, no raises. But after six years, we'll negotiate. A pay raise. Hmm. When hmm. you know that cost of living is going up, you know, they brought in more revenue, all that other stuff. So, you know, so see how? So LeBron James realized, well, if I do these two, three-year contracts, I am now getting this new money every single time because the NBA salary cap is going up every single year. The reason why LeBron James, you know, the reason, uh, the reason why the best player in the league is no longer being paid as the best player in the league two, three years into that contract is because this money has gone up so much that some fucking small Joe off the fucking street can get paid as if they're fucking Kobe. When they're not doing it in that work. So LeBron James learned to get paid as often as possible with short contracts. Mm -hmm. Which is something that you're seeing now across the NBA. And if this is a legacy that he is passing on, this is this is where he touches the NBA in a very good, positive way. Because as much initially as you would like for your team to have these players for six years, what you really want is for your team to continue to try to win for six years. And what used to happen when you signed a player for six years, 
maybe you tried to win with that roster that you had for the first and two years, but you did no rebuilding there because you were trying to make back the money that you paid that star. And if they couldn't get it done within that first two years, then you start doing this whole restructuring thing where you, where you start to see if you could bring more players in or change the coaching like year three or four. And then by year five or six, you're trying to wonder what the fuck is happening because you still haven't won a ring. Is that person going to extend or leave or what the fuck is going to happen? But that's because you took two, you literally wasted the first two and a half years of that fucking contract. To recoup your money. So he said, you know what? I will no longer give you six years so you can la so you can take off three. I'm giving you three years. Get it done. And when it's not done, you know what? I'll resign with you. But you got to resign me after three years. I'm going to get that new money. And if that's the case, if that's the case, dig up, dig up. To LeBron James. Because he has, because he has now affected this NBA in a way that that now is gonna put himself in the legacy and the, and and in the same era as or in the same talks as Oscar Robinson, Jordan, Kobe, and Le and Kobe, because he has now made a stamp for for a guideline for players to follow on and on to get that bag, and yo, that's what they want to do. <laughs> I told you, and that's the end of the show. Let's let you know. I got nothing else to say today. And I'm ending the show with giving nothing but love to the old generous king, LeBron James. He is a generous king. He is. And he has shown everybody on what to do because he is that generous. You got anything to say? No, hurry up and end so you don't sl sl slide <laughs> no slick shit. No, I'm, I was, I'm, B, this was a day of love because this has been a hard week it's for us day. all. Very hard week. And very I didn't hard want, I, and I didn't want any negativity coming point, across these airways. I'm at the point where I just, you know, you know what? Hurry up, get to Super Bowl, so I, so I can just at least leave basketball alone for for at least few hours. I'm just, ugh. So, you guys know how I normally end the show. Right. I won't be ending the show that way today, but I will tell you because it's probably more important today than it's probably been any other time. Let the optimism of tomorrow be your foundation for today. And don't waste today for things that you can do tomorrow. Or whatever the space is supposed to be. <laughs> don't, don't put off you know, today with the, you know, like, do that shit today. So, in honor of Kobe, one last roll call. <laughs>
What can I say? Mamba out.